the best place to buy tires? Where's the best repair shop for my hybrid? Questions about your car? Drive into Dobbs. With more than 40 locations, our team of technicians will get the job done right the first time. For deals you can use, click on gotodobbs.com now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. One of the biggest surprises in Major League Baseball this season has been the Miami Marlins, their first-year manager. Skip Schumacher is joining us now via the 101 ESPN hotline. Of course, former Cardinals bench coach and 2011 World Series champion. We always appreciate him joining us here on the show. Skip, how you doing today, my friend? Uh, I was doing better until last night's game, but I'm doing really good. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Absolutely. We're thrilled to have you. So I-, I wanted to start out with this, Skip. I know last year uh, the-, the big run for the Cardinals kind of began uh, when I left our microphone in your guys' <laughs> office. Has anybody left a mic in your office this year? Is that why the Marlins have had so much success in 2023? You were the turning point of the season last year. There's no doubt about it. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe uh, maybe that's what they needed over there at the beginning of the year. I'm not sure, but uh, but yeah, I needed uh, I need something. I think the second half to get us going now. Skip, so if you could leave that uh, in our in my office today, that'd be great. Skip, we're happy to send him over to Miami for you and just let him be the reporter covering <laughs> you guys the rest of the season. <laughs> Perfect, I'll take it. <laughs> Love to see it. All right, Skip. In all seriousness, you guys are unbelievable in one run games. I I have never seen anything like this. I, they've always said, you know, the analytics guys will tell you, hey, one run games not a skill. That is something that is is more luck, and over time it will uh, even out. But it has not for the Miami Marlins. You you guys have been remarkably good in those games. What can you attribute that to, if anything? Yeah, I think the the old saying is, you know, show me a good manager and I'll show you a good bullpen. Um, I think that's really what it was um, and, and still is. You know, we Nardi went down, one of our high-leverage lefty relievers that has hurt us recently. Um, but Tanner Scott, A.J. Puck have been so good in the back end of that bullpen. Um, and I think what it was is the beginning of the year, we had some crazy kind of walk-off wins, uh, come from behind wins. And there started uh, – growing a belief inside that clubhouse and dugout that we were never out of it. And once you start getting one of the, you know, a couple of those in a row um, and then kind of closing down, locking down those late-inning games with A.J. Puck not really being a closer before and kind of growing into that role, Tanner Scott um, you know, had 20 saves last year but has now become like one of our actual dudes in high-leverage, middle-of-the-order kind of guys. Um, I think that's when you start getting that buy-in and belief and it kind of you know just grew a little bit and uh, and I think that's what started everything. Skip, when, when anybody around baseball talks about the Marlins this season, they talk about how dominant the pitching has been, but really it's the growth of pitching in the system for the Marlins. And throughout your last few seasons of being on the benches with different teams and now as a manager, how have you seen the development of pitchers and the influence that they have on the games change? 
Well, it's, it's a big deal to have swing and miss in your rotation and in your bullpen. Uh, the way the game is trending, we know with the no shift um, and you know pretty much playing kind of old school baseball, um, you know pitching to, con- to contact is is a little more challenging on your on your defense and um, you know how you're scouting and how you're advancing and how you're positioning. It, it's just really tough, and you have to have athletes all over the place if you have pitch to contact. Um, and luckily for us, you know, we've had some real swing and miss guys with Cabrera, who's coming back tonight. Um, obviously, uh, Lazardo, who you saw last night. Um, we had Yuri Perez, who's, you know, one of the young stars in the game uh, that came up in our rotation. We had some injuries with, you know, Trevor Rogers, but I think more than anything that, you know, I've seen, you know, being in uh, the last couple organizations is having swing and miss is real. And especially when you get into playoff scenarios, you, know, you see these. You know, one and twos uh, on in rotations have swing and miss, and I think that's what can carry you through a season. As an organization, Skip, the Marlins have been remarkable at developing that starting pitching from within. Have you noticed a theme as to why they have had so much success with that? Well, I think it starts with drafting. Uh, you draft it. It's, it's tough to just develop swing and miss, right? So I think they've done a really good job at drafting and identifying some guys in trades. Uh, you know, Kim had a really good trade in getting Lazardo for a, a Marte. Uh, Marte was a you know a rental in Oakland. She uh, get got a controllable starter in Lazardo. Uh, Mel Stoudemire did a really good job of developing him into more of a uh, strike thrower with his stuff uh, that plays inside the strike zone, swing and miss. Um, internationally, they've done a really good job of getting uh, guys like Edward Cabrera and um, Yuri Perez, and again trades of A.J. Puck and Tanner Scott in the back end of our bullpen um, have been have been really good for, for Kim and with uh, her group in identifying what we needed. So I think that's that's what it is uh, for the most part. There are a lot of uh, organizations now that have these pitching labs um, around, the, around the MLB that uh, are identifying um, how to develop swing and miss more um, that we're you know, trying to figure out on our end as well. We're talking with Skip Schumacher, former Cardinal, former Cardinals bench coach, and now the Marlins manager on BK and Ferrario. Skip, on the other side of the field, it has not gone well this season for the Cardinals, and obviously your focus is on Miami and the Marlins season, but what have you made of the Cardinals' struggles this season? Yeah, it's tough because you have a lot of friends over there. I have a lot of friends over there still, and um, I'd be lying to say if I wasn't following them every day uh, just because I – you know, you're invested in them because of what, you know, last year and was there for so long. And I just loved being next to Ollie last year. And I wouldn't be in this position if John Mosellock didn't give me a shot here. So I understand, you know, why I'm here is because of, you know, the belief they had in me all those years. Um, that doesn't, never goes away for me and my thought. And I just thought uh, watching it is surprising, honestly. Um, you know, with the pillars they have in Goldie and Otto over there and, um, the rotation I thought was, you know, with a healthy Flaherty and Montgomery and Miles at the top uh, was good enough. And a healthy Helsley in the back end is, you know, still a really good team. So um, I, it's, it's surprising. I'll just, leave, I just say that. I just don't I, – I, nobody wants to come into St. Louis and play them in a three- or four-game set still. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> so I, I, I don't know. I, it's surprising to, to see where the record is and um, – and so hopefully, you know, on our side, we can sneak a couple wins to get the heck out of here. 
<laughs> Skip, I know you and Ollie are, are, are tight, and you certainly had a great relationship last year as his bench coach. I did want to ask you, uh, John, John Mosellock has come out and said very clearly, Ollie's not going anywhere. They, the organization believes in him as the manager of this team, but as you can probably imagine, uh, fans grow restless when you go through a season unlike anything that fans here in St. Louis have seen in you know a generation now. From your perspective, having seen him up close and in person on a day-in, day-out basis last year, what is it about Ollie Marmel that would give you confidence that he can be the manager that gets this thing turned around in 2024? Yeah, I know who Ollie is. You know, I've had a lot of uh, rookie managers as a player and as a coach that I sat, that I sat next to and learned from, um, and there's no one that's been better than Ollie. Uh, the communication, the preparation, um, trying to put guys in the right spots to succeed, uh, there's always a learning curve as a rookie manager. I'm, I'm learning as a rookie manager. He's in his second year. He's got good guys around him. I know Turner Ward is one of the better guys in baseball and not just in the organization that he leans on. And if you ask Goldie about it, uh, or Nato about Turner Ward, I think they'd give you uh, as big a praise as anybody they've ever been around on, on what he means to, to them and that organization. Um, so Ollie's a leader. Um, you know, he has some non-negotiables in that clubhouse, and that's how you build a culture, and um, and I believe in the same thing. And I, I think um, uh, I have belief in Ollie. Uh, I'd, I'd sit next to him again if given the chance. Uh, my managing career doesn't work out. <laughs> um, so uh, that's how much I believe in him, and, and, I, and I hope they get it right because it's not, it's not Ollie. I, I just I believe in him so much. I just don't think that. Um, that's the the way to go uh, ever. Skip, final one from me that I, I am just curious, the personal side of it from a, a player's perspective. Dylan Carlson right now is the talk of the town because it looks like he's going to go shifted back to the fourth outfield position to where he was getting some opportunities. Just from a player's perspective, you've been around Dylan Carlson. You know the type of player he is. How tough of a situation is he in right now? Well, it's what you do with your opportunity. You know, I'm not in that clubhouse now. Um, you know, I don't know, you know, the conversations that Ollie and the staff has had with, with Dylan. I know Dylan's a pro, and uh, he's going to handle it like a pro, and you never know what's going to happen in this game. Uh, guys get injured, guys get hurt, um, and guys get traded, right? And then you have your, your opportunity, and it's are you ready for your opportunity? Uh, he beat us last night, <laughs> that's for sure, and um, I wasn't real happy with the catch he made early in the game, and the base hit up the middle off Flora wasn't uh, ideal for me in my seat. Um, the guy, the kid's a good player. He's going to prepare the right way. He's not. A, I, don't, I know for sure he's not a problem in the clubhouse. He's going to work, and you know when given the opportunity, he's going to give you everything he's got. So um, as a player, um, you know this is you know the challenge of uh, sometimes this happens, and uh, and you know when your opportunity arises, he's going to get some starts. He's going to get some pinch hit at bats in big spots and. And uh, and he's a he's a pro, and he'll uh, he'll give you everything he's got, and that's all you can ask for as a coach and a manager. Skip, uh, we'll get you out of here on this. I know that one job that you take very seriously, outside of what you do with the Marlins, is your job as a father. You got a couple of kids at home. Uh, my wife gave birth to our first kid last week. Um, I am nice. curious. Thank you, thank you. If if you had any yeah. pieces of advice for a new father, one piece of advice, what would it be? You know, I, people uh, ask me that all the time. I'm actually sitting right across from my son right now. He's uh, he's on this trip with me and uh, yeah, just enjoying this trip with him, enjoying every moment. Um, well, two things. 
one, I would say, don't forget to date your wife, right? Because when you have kids, um, it's tough because you're all in on your kids and um, you want to give them everything you got, but don't forget about your wife. So you date your wife, continue dating your wife. Uh, that was a really big piece of advice uh, given to me. And then, uh, honestly, enjoy it. Um, I, I think a lot of kids, uh, a lot of, especially my seat, they put too much pressure. Fathers put too much pressure on, on the kids and, and during sporting events. Um, enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. And uh, that's kind of uh, the biggest piece of advice I can give on both ends of that. It's been fun awesome. so far. We were very new into it, and uh, his favorite thing to do is to pee everywhere as he is on the changing table. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how that goes over the coming weeks. Skip, we I appreciate the time. Wait, uh, get, here's another piece of advice. One of my yeah. best friends uh, kept putting the diaper on backwards, oh. so he didn't have to do it anymore. So uh, maybe you go with that one. See how that goes. Skip, that's genius. That's what I do with laundry, so I don't have to wash clothes anymore because I do it poorly. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Just keep putting on backwards, frustrate your wife, so she just says, oh, I'll do it. And see how that goes. You're the best. Skip, thanks so much for the time, man. Uh, enjoy your weekend or your week here in St. Louis. Uh, continued success to you and the Marlins. We're certainly enjoying watching this from afar, man. All right. Take care, guys. And congrats again on the baby.